Hello and welcome to Unlock the Kingdom Within You. This podcast explores the profound truth about what it means to be born into the kingdom, not a religion. On this podcast, we challenge the religious and denominational norms which shackle us from expressing the liberty of Christ by exploring the kingdom, the ecclesia and citizenship. If you're born into the kingdom but lost in religion, then this channel is just for you. So thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe. Mm. I want was there. I think you raise a key point as well in terms of this idea that there's a lot of machinations within the existing church and Christendom mm. around trying to create this unity. Mm. And the truth, the truth of the matter is, if it's absent of the Christos, it won't happen. That's right. Because the acknowledgement of Christ as king as king means then we must identify as citizens. Mm, exactly. it's, it's, it, that's the connection. That's the results. That's yeah. the outcome. Yeah. And if we cannot embrace the identity of citizenship, then we cannot embrace the identity of unity. Yeah. Um, because we will not have a corporate identity. And this is the thing that is surprising that, you know, I've said it before, because God is a nation builder, it doesn't build denominations. And we have, right. a, we have a historical record of God building nations. We have a historical record of God destroying nations. Yes. We do not have a record of God creating denominations in Scripture. No, we don't. We don't have that. We don't. So it's an, it's, a, it's an amazing thing that such simple truths we completely do not see unless the Lord shines a light on it for us. Mm-hmm. That I have no right to treat a brother or sister differently because of the fact that they are a citizen of the kingdom, whether they know it or not. Right. And I, we've talked for a long time, even within the context of the church, you know, there's been lots of events and prophecies and programs about breaking down the walls, you know, and, and, you know, and, and, and allowing, allowing God out of his box as if God wasn't already out of the box, but that's, that's another thing. Yeah. (laughs) All the prayer, all the prayer walks, prayer vigils, the, the, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you know, and, 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 and it's amazing because, you know, fundamentally when you realize it's like, again, I go back to matrix where he's standing in front of this young boy and the boy said, all you have to look, all you have to realize is there is no spirit. Mm. All right. And a long time ago, the Lord, when it came to his sovereignty, the Lord said to me, you need to realize that between you and I, there isn't a switch mm. within the context of the church and denominationalism there, you to, for God to be switched on there, there was a switch there and you had to press it. Right. And that's what the, that's what the, the liturgy on a Sunday was about. Yes. You know, yes. um, people become hyper spiritual on a Sunday because they're active. And yet scripture talks about God as a living God. Right. In other words, active outside of our sphere besides us. All the time. All the time. And you mentioned it. It's more about God making us aware of his activity Mm -hmm. as a point of his own discretion decided to make us aware of it. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And so I was saying this to to Anderson, and I've said it a number of times. By the time you get to the book of Acts, the apostles are behind the curve. Right. The kingdom is working way beyond yes. the, the work of the apostles. Yes. You know, they are playing catch up to it. Peter's having a trance and God saying to him, kill and eat. Right. Peter did not sort of, Peter did not get a leading an unction to go to Cornelius. Cornelius yeah. was already reached before him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so yeah. the kingdom, the, the idea of, of, 
recognizing that we are to be connected into what is already happening, that the kingdom is already working. Yeah. And and that and and God is already already working in the affairs of men and that every single thing is a servant to him. Right. It actually should speak to us volumes about us not being in the right place intuitively to connect with him. Mm. Because yeah. there's still too much of us. Yeah. That is, you, you alluded to it. It's still too yeah. much of us. And we still control the switch, even though there's no such thing as a switch. That's right. That's right. You know, I, 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 a long time ago, the Lord challenged me, for example, even in prayer, you know, to say, well, how, how, mu how, how much do you think your prayer is going to make you God conscious? Because, <laughs> and I, I remember, you know, I've said uh, these, these, these kind of questions that get you thinking about the realities of the omnipresence and omniscience of God. Yes. Because... Yeah. To be, uh, and I go back to something we said right at the beginning. To be baptized into Christ means to be immersed into a reality of consciousness of the Godhead. Yes. yes. You can't take yourself out of that. It is what it is. Yes. Whereas when you're baptized into denomination, you turn on and turn off the denomination. That's right. You switch on and off the God of the denomination. That's right. You know, and it, it goes back to like Jacob. You know, Jacob woke up and said, wow, I didn't even know God was here. Right. Yeah, out of his vision. It's like God's always been there. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the fact that he he gave you, the fact that he called you meant that he had already bound himself to a journey with you. Yes. But you just weren't awake enough to see that. So yeah. you had to sleep to be awake. Yes. <laughs> and to, yes. Be awake, to be woken yes. up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So there is there is something about I think where we're at the, the end of the age we're at is is when if anything of the cry of my heart is for truly this immersion into the kingdom to be that reality on the inside. Mm. That I, I can be absolutely confident day by day that I'm in the affairs of God, regardless of whether I've lifted up a prayer or not. Now, I know the Lord says he desires all men to lift up holy hands. But I yes. think the emphasis there is about men desiring to co-labor in the affairs of his state. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily tapping ourselves on the back because we prayed. Right. Or tapping ourselves on the back because we fasted. Right. That would be completely mis, mis you know, the, the prayer intercession um, I've, I've noticed something about the Lord. Whenever the Lord has wanted me to really intercede, he's had a really good way of putting me in an experience to intercede. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know. There's um, purpose I, and I, intent in everything that he Purpose and intent. Yes. You know, and I, I've seen it in scripture as well. Yes. You know, uh, you know, at the end of the day, Jacob held on to the angel because yeah. Esau was coming. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He had exactly. a reason. He had a reason, <laughs> yeah. So in other words, there's this dynamic uh, work going on between what is both in the material realm and in the unseen realm, but yes. it's controlled by the unseen realm to yes. create these circumstances. Yes, yes. Where the where God is called upon to, where we think we're calling on on God to be more involved in our affairs, but He's already involved already. in our affairs, and we need yeah. to wake up to that. Well, that you know, the reality that that a lot of folks are in is that there's this distinction between what happens in the heavenly realm and what happens in the earthly realm. And what I've yeah. come to realize is that they are connected. Yeah. There, there's heavenly activity that's going on in the earth 
for the sake of the kingdom. And we need to uh, dispense with that division that, that the church has, has affirmed for years and years and years. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and if that were the case, then we would be much more aware of all the kingdom activity that's going on around us and much more uh, uh, desirous to be engaged in that kingdom activity because we understand that it's Jesus as king doing his thing on the earth. Uh, mm. So mm. Th- th- that's a huge barrier mm. to an understanding of what this kingdom is, to an understanding of Christ as king. Uh, is, is it, that that philosophy right the the, the, yeah. the the separation between those two realms and it's, it, it, you say that because it's so interesting that when we remind we reminded of the scripture that says that you know he has essentially made one that and and demi- removed the dividing line between Divide Jew and gender yes so in other words yeah. in other words and that's hence why there's no greek there's no jew no bar, yeah. the barbarian yeah. no male yeah. no female yeah. so in other words the work of christ to unify us with the agenda of the kingdom should then manifest in our ability to understand what he is doing. Because yes. Jesus made it clear to the disciples, didn't he? He said to them, look, I call you my friends because you now understand what I'm doing. Yeah. Now, we know that there were still questions they had by the time they well, got to definitely. ask, all right? Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. But this idea of what unity is, is about understanding what the king is doing and so you don't get yourself in the way yes and it's very interesting for me because i'm thinking to myself then like uh, there's i know there are things going on in our community and beyond where of course we want to see more of the kingdom manifest in mm. so much of the way that we see it mm. however i became per- really aware that actually I needed to broaden my views of how the kingdom works so that I could see it already happening. Mm. Um, and that's why I think that's is okay. why the big, the kingdom conversation has been so important for me mm. because it's, it's been about saying connecting with others mm. who are expressing other aspects of the kingdom. Yes. That have yeah. also more importantly lo- been loosed from the restrictions or uh, that they were found in denominationalism and mm. religion. Mm. Um, and and have also survived the turmoil and the punishment <laughs> of transitioning <laughs> yes. from from that as well. Um, yeah. yes. You know, we all have our stripes, we all have yes. our pains, but yes. we've truly forgiven, yes, and and, and healed healed from it, yes, um, <laughs> somewhat anyway. <laughs> that's the hope. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's the hope. So I'm gonna I'm gonna. Um, land on this because it's been a great conversation i don't know about you but i've really enjoyed enjoyed the conversation and and some of the places we've gone to with this yes yes. um it it, the the question i have for you is is really landing on why is understanding the kingdom ecclesia and citizenship so important at this time what's your what would you have to what do you have to say regarding that why do you think it's so paramount for people that are listening to this podcast Hmm. to and those that have as we've mentioned have begun to resonate with the kingdom on the inside Hmm. they're seeing their religious perspective challenged they aren't they're asking questions they're curious the environment that they're in is becoming smaller and smaller Hmm. um the 
the, the answer they're just not getting the answers mm. uh the christian they're, they're recognizing that churchianity um they heard about kingdom they might have heard about the ecclesia they may not know much about citizenship but why would you say it's so important for them to grasp that and begin to take the journey at least in that, that direction to grapple with those things at this time mm. You know, I, I remember uh, the conversation that Jesus has with the disciples, and uh, he talks about people falling away and people you know, being concerned about their livelihoods and, and saying they can't come and follow him. And, and then he turns to the disciples and says, are you ready to leave too? And Peter responds and he says, where, where can we go? You have the words of life. Like for everyone that's watching this podcast or listening to this podcast, ask yourself the question, if you continue, and this is something that Wolfgang would say, and I would, I agree with them. If you continue to do life the way you've been doing it and do church the way you've been doing it for the next 10, 20 years, will anything change? Mm. Will anything be different in your life and in the life of the community that you're part of and in the life of your family? Will anything change? If not, then why not? And if not, what is the alternative? I would say the alternative is to say the same thing that Peter said. You, Jesus, have the words of life. I will follow you and go wherever you go and, and mm. do whatever it is you want me to do because you have life. Mm. So follow Jesus. Ask him what he wants you to do. Ask him where he wants you to be. Ask him what's his will. Ask him to uh, unpack the, his kingdom to you. Ask him to be your king. Ask him to, to uh, dismantle whatever it is that you're believing that is keeping you away from an intimate relationship with him as your king, your savior, and your Lord. Ask him to take those things from you so that you can know him and follow him for the life that he wants to give you. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say. Yeah. I find it interesting, isn't it, that we could we could say, especially going off what you said about what Wolfgang said, it's interesting, isn't it, that we can spend, so many people have spent so long within the context of church and denominationalism, mm -hmm. sitting around the call and never actually going on an adventure with it. Yeah. Yeah. And. Yeah. You have to you have to say, you know, the scripture talks about a righteous man who will f fall along the path. Hmm. And you have to ask yourself, how big is God for our mistakes? Hmm. You know, uh, we're not talking about sin. We're not talking about deliberate sin. We're not talking about rebellion. But we're talking about on your way to, uh, in your in the process of obedience, mm. in seeking to, to do what is right because you want to serve him from a sincere heart, mm. if God cannot cover your mistakes in the journey, you'll never move. Yeah. You'll never move. You'll it's remain true. in that comfort because in your mind, and, and sometimes you're manipulated to. Mm-hmm. In your mind, you'll be stuck. And if you move, there's a judgment. Yes. 
you know, you, you get it yeah. wrong. Yes. I remember saying to members in, in our community that, you know, you can go, to, I said, within the context of what we're doing, you can listen to anyone. You can go to any church. You can go to any ministry. Mm-hmm. Because the emphasis is is what you have to take to people. Mm. And yeah. also, it's about you having to learn how to hear and divide the word of God correctly. Yes, yes. I'm not going to create a bubble which ultimately doesn't make you fit for life. Right. right. But rather, let's create an, uh, an environment where as long as we're together, let's create an environment where we challenge one another mm. to pursue Christ whilst mm. at the same time recognizing that he's big enough for our mistakes. Yes. Yes. I say, I say God wears big boy pants. <laughs> he can truth stands on its own what do we have to fear yeah what what is it that we're afraid of if we're afraid of anything it's because we feel like we that these people owe their allegiance to us and that is not the kingdom of god yeah 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 so god wears big boy pants he can take any question any challenge any any you know <laughs> he could burn up whatever it isn't true. I mean, bail the tent, you know, bail and the pro- yeah. you know, burning, the, you know, throw water on it, consume the consume the sacrifice. I mean, it's he could he can do he, like I, I don't know what we're afraid of. I think I think we're I think it's all about it's mainly about us. Yeah, I think it's reputation, mainly about us. Yeah, reputation, yeah. our ego, our our sense of purpose, our sense of we're in the right path. We're, you know, it's, yeah. It, it becomes, it becomes about us um, and less about him and his nation. Yes. Um, and I think that that's why when we're called, when we get called out, we have to be stripped of those things. Yes. We have to go through that process and, and it talks about it, you know, the suffering and the glory, you can't have one without the other. Yeah, no, I th- I think people need to see, see examples of uh, of expressions of the ecclesia and kingdom citizens addressing sp- um, particular issues in society that 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 are part of the king part of Jesus's kingdom, like mm. whether it's you know political processes or it's uh, you know your your the work that you guys have done to the civitas around uh, you know social issues. Uh, uh, the common good and the common wealth, like like what is what is Jesus? How does Jesus talk when it comes to issues around the common good? What is it? Is he interested in the common good? And if he is, what's mm. his perspective on what it looks like to to have a common good that's beneficial to all parties? Um, so yeah, it's it's there's a need for examples to for people to see how this functions. Obtain words to 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 help create conversations around issues that they normally would not have created conversations around being in a church setting. Like you don't yeah. talk about politics in church. You don't talk about money exactly. in church. You don't talk about, <clears throat> well, wait a minute, the kingdom is, is inclusive of all those things. So what is yeah. it, what does a kingdom conversation around politics look like? What does it look like around money? What does it look like around, you know, care for other human beings? All those things are really important. So I'm yeah. glad you're going to do that. Awesome. Ivan, yes. thank you so much. Thank you, Fred. I really enjoyed this. This was good. Yeah. Can't wait for more. (laughs) All right. All right. We'll do it. All right. Bless you.
Bless you too. And thanks very much. Thank you for joining our fireside talk about the kingdom. My name is Frederick Tobin, and I hope this podcast has been a blessing to you. If you'd like to continue to receive fresh insight into the kingdom, click the notification bell to follow us. For further information about the kingdom, visit our website, www.unlockthekingdomwithinyou.com, to download your free ebook. See you soon.